I'ma get it, you know I be on the way What's up and welcome to another exciting adventure of Ride the Rebellion, the only Zero Drop podcast in the known universe. Number, uh, we dropped a few notches. Pink Bike is now ahead of us on the top mountain bike podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need you guys to take that power back. I'll post the link down below. I think it's a scam, but I think you should do it anyway, right? Pink Bike is not better than we are. We beat Pink Bike for a while. We dropped. Where were we at? We beat Pink. We beat it till it was Pink Bike. No. <laughs> you were like 14. No, we were 12. We were 12. We dropped a few 12? notches. We have not apparently hit some grand slams. Oh, no, we didn't advertise. Probably. <laughs> it's also probably it. <laughs> and with me today, as always, is the king of the South Alabama turn down. Turd, turd down. That's what it is now at this point. <laughs> you guys ever seen a turd down? A turd down. For what? King of the South Alabama turd down and world's best mermaid, Dale Boyd. <laughs> yeah. Of Dale that, Boyd mermaid me. <laughs> so that video went like we have way cool bike videos all the time and no one watches them it's somehow really, that video is like the most ridiculous It's because it's a fat guy that's true standing there with no shirt on holding a beer on the fourth of july weekend yeah. and then another dude pops out of the water like a mer- with kids around with children yeah and it's probably it's i'm sure it's going around on um what is the new thing thread oh god it's going around on thread as if as a uh i don't know i'm sure people enjoyed it who knows Hey, it, it does have a ton of views though. Instagram like made it put it through the algorithm ringer and it passed the test. So. Oh, sweet. Uh, apparently, DJ, they want DJ, apparently. I will be right with you. Stand by. We got to get through our stuff, but if you can hang out for a few minutes. Apparently, the people want to see us naked. That's what we figured That's out. That's what it was. I mean, whatever gun show. Coming um, soon, OnlyFans. Yeah, OnlyFans it is. So uh, if you guys don't know what we've done, this uh, episode. Because we didn't have a direct guest on, we've decided to make it open. It's an open mm-hmm. call. Anyone can be a guest. But how do you become a guest? You say, well, you head on over to the uh, Ride the Rebellion private YouTube group, YouTube, Facebook group, that you can join and also potentially win your money back in a shirt. That's right. Yeah. And other people have won their money back. and They've gotten it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, if your name is Eric, you have better odds of winning. <laughs> That's true. Two Eric's in a row. Eric's win. Two first. Eric's, one prize. Two Eric's, one prize. <laughs> Two prizes, actually, technically. So I think you'll be able to see DJ from every... Can you see my monitor at all? I can see, yeah. I just can't read it. He's going to come... His, his vol, volume should come through. It should be fine. I don't okay, think, cool. This could be a sh- complete shit show. We'll see what happens. That's fine. I'm good with it. Yeah, we, we are, enjoy it. Like, that's why we're number 12 in the world. Because but we Pink are, Bike isn't doing this. Because they're shitty. Right. And Nobody they, else They're is. too professional. Like, no, listen. They have a lot more money. But mountain bikers can relate to our inability to do things right because they're average at best most at mountain bikers so they're not professionals we can't i can't relate to those pink bike asshats but i am professional so what does that say about me <laughs> well you're I'm just testing things for no you're testing things for clients yeah. because this is a better way to test for influencers <laughs> for influencers yes i don't know tangent that's go. the third that's gonna be the season three jersey season season listen if you guys have not seen them, the only way you can see them is if you're a Reb member That's or right. you get lucky enough that we show up. <laughs> so, <laughs> At your event. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the New Jersey's dropped and we're very proud of them. Um, we may make a t-shirt inspired by the Come New on, Jersey. Come on, just go with it. Just go. They're great. This is probably the best They're we've huge. ever done. They're huge. They're huge. <laughs> 
but but we're very excited about the, the new jerseys. They look fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think maybe we'll talk about making a t-shirt version of those so that they'll stand out. Uh, they're really good. Very happy about them. Speaking of t-shirts, uh. There's a there's a certain sponsor of ours that owes us money. Now listen, I'm not gonna lie to you, but I'll be straight up. If I needed to go get some expert um, uh, guidance on riding bikes, I would look no further than Toby Cortez and Nina Simone. I don't know Nina's last name. Uh-huh. Nina Simone. That's a jazz singer. <laughs> I don't know Nina's last name. But but Toby and Nina from Dirt Coaster Academy. However. If I were running a t-shirt waffle contest on Facebook, <laughs> I wouldn't trust that dude to pay me. I'm just kidding. I'm calling you out, but I'm not calling you out. If you haven't had have been or paid attention to anything that we've put out, they've been putting out some content too. Head over to dirtcoasteracademy.com. See where they're doing a class. You can also follow them on all the socials. They do a very good job of deploying information on the social side. I suggest you go over there and check them out. Again, we've talked about how good their skills have been uh, and beneficial to us. I have now seen multiple riders that have gone through the course, uh, not just Justina, our token uh, person, but we've also seen, sounds terrible. Um, I just didn't. Our producer. There you our go. token producer. I didn't want to, I didn't, I, I've also seen other guys and gals go through it. The thing is, I've seen the riding get better. Nice. I've seen people tackle stuff. Uh, uh, Chris hit something straight blind and hit it like a boss. Mm-hmm. So I'm proud of him. So anyway, so if you haven't, head over to dirtcoasteracademy.com. They're running a really good show over there. And just when you talk about running, just yesterday I spent my day, my morning on the, the birth of America oh, birthday. Yeah. And I ran with Run and Try in an amazing group. Aaron had a huge, massive mobile running community following yesterday. It was like 70 some people or more there. Uh, we ran a 5K and we ate and we drank and we got the out of there. No, oh, that's fantastic. And he had some he had some shoe deals, so it's cool. Everybody had some fun. Everybody has fun with the shoe deals. Hey, well, listen, when the heat is this, when the heat is on, you've got to find a way to beat the heat. And there's really only one other way to beat the heat, and that's with some new ink. And where would you go to get that? <laughs> I don't even fully get <laughs> how beating. If you if. If you need to beat, let me tell you, the coldest air conditioner in the entire state of Alabama happens to be at Man of War Tattoo. So you're absolutely right. right. That's right. Now, the catch is you're going to have to get a tattoo. It doesn't have to be a big one. It can be a small one. Though, Kevin won't really take you unless you agree to get a sleeve. But that's fine. Or stick figures. Or stick figures. Uh, But if you haven't checked out Kevin's work, I do suggest it. If you're listening to this and you're a mountain biker and you're thinking about tattoo, you already have a tattoo, you need some more work done or you want some new work or whatever it may be, think about the fact that like Kevin legitimately races, he wins races, he does stupid shit on his bike, he's actually a really, really nice guy and fun guy to hang out with, and he's a freaking great artist. Mm -hmm. He's like fantastic at what he does, so I do suggest that you head over to Man of War Tattoo. Uh, You can follow him on all the socials and all that stuff too, and you can check him out. It is definitely well worth it. Yeah, you could uh, get inked up to contribute or to signify your trip down here riding with us. Oh, that'd, that'd be a good, good idea. Come ride uh, with us and, and get some tattoos. I mean, nothing nothing will get you inked up more than being lucky. Yeah. There's the only way to get lucky, and that's early in the morning with a fresh now, can brew. I t- can we take to it? Go. I got a better one. Okay, I go. got a better one. That's right. So don't forget to head on over and maybe grab a cup of black coffee with Kevin Black. <laughs> and maybe you'll get lucky with Lucky Shot. No, black coffee. Speaking of coffee. Hey, no, we can't do it. I, every time it goes black, there always ends up being like a black dick joke in there, and I can't do it. Uh, the, well, you could have been like, speaking of coffee. 
Speaking of coffee, I, I enjoy mine black, like Kevin. I think I need to take more dirt coaster classes so I don't trip and stumble over uh, obstacles. No, that's true. I understand. I did have a very good uh, friend bust their toe recently, uh, so shout out to his little pinky toe. He's now broken his left pinky toe and right pinky toe. Oh, poor toes. You know what they say? Toes before toes. <laughs> you know what they say. The only way to beat the heat is with a nice cup of Lucky Shot coffee. Oh, my God. Do you like sweating? Because we do at Rather Rebellion. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, that's our sponsor. We had DJ. We lost DJ. There's somebody uh, in the audience hanging out right now. I'm not sure totally who it is. Uh, it doesn't really show me since this is new technology. We have somebody hanging out. From the FCC? Maybe. Yeah, you know me. Well, they've got to be. because I, mm-hmm. I don't think I've posted the link anywhere else. It could be Ed Dudes. It could be... I don't know who it is. It's Jaime. It's probably my wife. Maybe. She's not even a fan, so I don't know why it would They're be. hanging out. They're in the group. Here we go. Um, so we weren't really planning on doing a whole lot with the show today, more than just... Having the having the pod for the pod's sake, but mm-hmm. part of the the thing that I was thinking about, I was going to ask you about, mm-hmm. uh, and make it a little more of a raw conversation is, um, how the fuck are we going to deal with this shit? The heat, yeah, boy. I don't know, man. I've been trying to cut, like I've been changing my my training strategies a little bit. Like you run late though, uh, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The well, I'm talking day, about like 9 a.m. is late. I know. The other day I ran at like 11:30 or 12 because I went to the Reb and rode, and then I was like, I got home and I sat down for a second. I was like, man, I'm not done. I went and ran three miles like a freaking idiot. But I, I don't know. It's there's no way to beat it. You just gotta. It's like a sore. You just can't beat it. <laughs> I once saw a business card that had like it was for a. It was for like a kid shelter and I'm not making this up. And it said, kids, you just can't beat them. Oh. And I'm not even making that up. Like it was I, like, I looked at it and either it was given to me as a prank, which yeah. I don't think it was. It had a panda on it. I don't, I don't know why that makes it legit, but in my brain it does, but it was like a legit was, thing. Was it Asian with the panda thing? No, the place wasn't. Oh, I think it was just like a panda. Pandas oh. seem gentle. They'll rip your face off, but they seem gentle. Maybe they sleep a lot. I think. So, I watch videos of panda falling out of trees. That's my new favorite pastime. I've watched that video too. It's pretty funny. There's more. That's all the thing. Yeah, you can go down the YouTube channel and just watch nothing but pandas falling out of trees for hours. YouTube is great for everything. I think. Yeah, they're delightful. So, uh, how? What well, do you have any beat the heat tricks? No, I don't. And that's the problem. Is like, I here's the thing that's really uh, scary for me. The the past few times. You know, we're fine. We, we, we obviously drink, I pre, pre-drink a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one. I drink a ton, as much as water as I humanly possibly can muster mm-hmm. um, before I go ride. So I don't feel sick either. It's a balancing act. Uh, they're not a, an official sponsor yet, but I did switch up my entire um, water regimen or whatever. My stuff, it's right there. Limit, that stuff. Mm-hmm. I switched over to that stuff. Is it limit or element? Uh, element element OP. I think it's element element whatever it is I don't know it's pretty sweet though it is really good if you're trying to stay back on your sugars oh it's really good uh, it's salty as yeah boy. Uh, but I switched over to that stuff and it's helped a good bit that's my rot like while I'm riding drink mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't suggest hammering a bunch of those because uh, it's got a lot of magnesium magnesium is one of the active ingredients that makes you blow it out well the salt will too sometimes yeah uh, so I did that and then I think the thing that's bothering me lately is um, I was on keto, so I had to be really cautious. 
uh, and I started smelling ammonia, which means I'm burning proteins, mm-hmm. which sucks because that's muscle. Um, I wish fat smelled like that. That'd be great. I'd be like, I'm burning a lot. I'm doing good. Fat doesn't have an odor. Anyway, I my vision starts going mm. and I can feel it. And then it takes forever for my vision. Like I, I don't necessarily need glasses. I can see fine without them. They just give me a little resolution bump, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about my vision gets blurry to a point where it's like, I don't feel bad, but it gets more and more difficult to see. And then it takes two, three, four, five hours for it to fully recover back to like, where does uh, your heart rate go high when it's like that? Yep. Uh, because the heat's making your heart rate elevated. I've noticed that. Like I've been trying to do, I got a new watch. So now I can actually, my watch works better than my old one. So I can do heart rate runs. So I did a run last week at, let's bring DJ. Okay. Heart rate runs. DJ joining the show. Yeah. What's up? How are you? Uh, I'm okay. Getting ready for work. Are those the reindeer? Where? I don't know. I heard bells. It sounds oh, like bells. Look, it's cranks. <laughs> See, he's a real mountain biker. I've got, uh, I've got one of those new fancy uh, Cane Creek preload adjusters, and I just put it on because the plastic one was junk. Oh, is that so, off your new bike? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right on. Right on. So that's what that's what I do in between working overtime shifts. Uh, we were uh we were just talking about like the whole idea of uh of this heat situation. Do, do you have you've lived here most of your life if not all? Is that fair? Yeah. What do you do to how, years. 38 years worth. <laughs> there you go. God, you're a young guy. Uh what do you do to uh what do you do to deal with that that heat side of things? Uh, look, complain a lot. Um you know, find something else that now I it, the heat, I don't know. It's one of those things that it's just so ubiquitous when, when it comes to living in the South, you know, it's just something you deal with all the time. <sighs> you know, I think that, um, just, just getting out there and get started. Like once you get soaked in sweat, it like, that's the worst part. It really doesn't get any worse. You know, it's kind of like, okay, I'm already out here. I'm already doing this. Uh, it's just, it's just part of it, you know? Yeah. I kind of feel like, like once you drink lots of stuff yeah that's what we were talking about like once you commit it's a good point like once you commit you just kind of go with it and crank it from there then you end up soaking with the todd soaking with with sweat (laughs) sweat. uh yeah we're we're gonna have to make the the soaking with todd episodes you're gonna have to be ice baths you know (laughs) oh that's genius you know the the desire the desire to stay is limited (laughs) no i love it that's brilliant i love absolutely love it uh, so let, let, while we got you, just cause that's what we do on the show. Let's, uh, let me start with this. How long have you been riding? Like, what is your, would you, and would you call yourself, what level of rider are you? And you don't have to sandbag if, if your if your name's not Pat, uh, you don't have to sandbag. <laughs> um, so I've, I've basically been riding, you know, trails my entire life. I've been, uh, you know, I grew up, grew up on a farm in you know really rural area and there was uh some land that kind of backs up to my parents property that was um it's like state property or something nobody's doing anything with it there's always woods and game trails and that kind of stuff and and that's where we rode our bikes you know so i've been riding bikes on trails since i was you know a kid but uh i really started kind of 
taking it more seriously about 2013, I kind of got on a health kick and was, was, uh, attempting to lose weight and, and be a little more active and riding bikes was just what I enjoyed to do. Um, that, uh, I never took it seriously enough then to actually gain a whole lot of ground. I kind of, you know, you mean in terms of weight loss? Yeah. In terms of weight loss or getting better, you know, I just never took it, never took it seriously enough to actually work on things uh, to get better. So I, I didn't have a whole lot of success with that. And then, I had a pretty bad crash at Chickasabogue and actually tore my rotator cuff. And that put me off the bike for, I don't know, six months. And then I kind of broke the habit of just going out there on a regular basis. I kept my mountain bike. I went and rode from time to time. But uh, in 2020, I, I went on a pretty serious health kick. I was about 350 pounds. And um, I took I took to riding for exercise again and started taking my diet more seriously. And I lost 140 pounds. I got down to around down to around 200 pounds. And, and that's when I really saw the, the, um, the difference in my riding. I was like, I've got a lot of fitness to actually work on being a better rider. And I worked on that pretty hard. And I was, I was, um, you know, felt, felt pretty accomplished. I was seeing a lot of progression. And uh, over the last couple of years, there's been, you know, several things that have kind of interrupted my ability to come ride as much as I would like to. So, you know, uh, fitness comes and goes, but I've gained a little bit of weight back, but I'm working on it back off now. And, you know, I'm taking, I'm taking the skills more seriously because I, I know how a crash, uh, and an injury can really put you off and, um, being strong and being good and safe, um, are helpful, you know, so I don't, uh, I took, took a pretty bad spill here about a month ago at standing boy. And I'm kind of kicking myself for that. And that's kind of got me back to, you know, not doing things that you shouldn't do when you're out of practice. <laughs> no, no, I totally get it. I mean, we, I was just on the phone with uh, Joey pants that, that, uh, you know, he took a spill at uh, ride Beham and yep. broke his collarbone or whatever he broke. Yeah. When you remember what it was? It was a shoulder. I don't know. It was a shoulder injury. Yeah. Shoulder okay. injury. Sorry, Joey. We don't know what it is, but Joey was in the same boat. Like he went through this <laughs> whole thing and I was telling him I've had like four or five nasty ones. The, I put the x-rays up behind me as a joke, but like, I had like this terrible uh, knee injury that came from it and ended up being a, what, what was it called? Positis? Positis. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't no, know. I, <laughs> you caught me off guard. I, I didn't know. I ended up having like, uh, it was like just my knee was swollen, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Point being is like, it still gets in your brain. So there's two things that happen. One, you're like, man, I got to get better at this so I don't right. have that happen again. It's like, okay, focus, practice, mm-hmm. do better. And that's one side. Then the other side for me is like getting over like that whole idea of like, I can't afford to eat shit like that again. Right. Like, that was a bad. I mean, it took me out of riding for a couple weeks. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Jay, hopefully, DJ, you notice this. And I try to do it as much as I can. But like anybody that's been out for a while or like injury, like hopefully the community can help you get back to riding. If like not you personally, but like somebody yeah. that's injured or something, maybe you didn't have that support in the past to be like, hey, well, you're not missing anything. I, now it's like you don't want to miss yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that's something that I really love about the the community that we've kind of, you know, you guys have been at the head of building, uh, even, you know, the group rides at South and that kind of stuff. It's like, that's something that I've noticed from, you know, when I first started riding in 2013, like you, you could barely find a group then uh, to now where not only are there, you know, there's a community just about every time you go out to the trails, but it's like, they're encouraging, they're inclusive. 
And uh, the last group ride I went to at South, I had just started back on keto pretty hard. I probably wasn't eating strict enough, and I was having these god-awful low blood sugar dips. And I go out, and I make it just a couple of miles in, and I'm really struggling. And uh, Carrie is there, and she's just ahead of me. And, you know, she's she keeps stopping and letting me catch up. And I told her, I was like, look, I'm, I, I think my blood sugar is kind of dipping out. We got to a place where I could get back to the truck pretty easy. And, you know, she pretty quickly recognized that I was almost incoherent. My blood sugar had dipped so low. So, you know, she was like, let me walk out with you. I said, no. I said, I know where I'm at. I'm good. Let's go. You know, but just to have that encouragement. And I waited for the truck for everybody to come back so I could get the shot of them, coming, you know, coming back into the parking lot. Um, but it's like, you know, that kind of thing doesn't exist everywhere. And it hasn't always existed in our community here. But, yes. Whenever I'm, whenever I'm in my head, you know, there's nobody going to shame me for taking beelines on everything. I, I make that joke all the time. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to sweep back here so I can take all the beelines and not be in anybody's way. But, you know, it's like, uh, you know, sometimes you just feel that way. And then you spend some time out with a group. Sometimes that instills enough confidence for you to just keep progressing. It's good. It's good. Yeah, I love it about it. And and you too, like you spend a lot of time in the woods because biking and your your photography hobby like go hand in hand, yeah. right? So you get to you get to be in the woods taking all different angles even than what we see sometimes. So that's pretty cool to see your view. It's cool to see like what you see in the woods in the same woods that I'm in that I might not see, you know, through the lens of your camera instead of our our eyes. So that's that's pretty cool. I just want to say. Do you ride do you ride Thanks. when you go shoot? Do you ride with gear on your back? uh no <laughs> i don't i i've tried a couple of times i actually um i bought one of the these kid trailers so that i could just toss all my camera equipment in it to kind of tow them around but uh i haven't had much success or luck with that it's just um usually when i'm when i'm going out specifically for nature photography i'm on foot no i get I it i just keep, was almost curious keep, almost keep the two things separate but i'll tell you i do a, I actually do a good bit of scouting on the bike you know for places i might want to go shoot or uh, that kind of stuff yeah it, it was interesting it's it's definitely where when we were filming and and that video is live on chase is in the chat somewhere but that video is live up on <laughs> up in their world and on ours uh so you can go find it but that video we did like we had the packs on we had all the gear we were carrying around we kind of talked about it last episode but it was one of those ones for me where i was like man if i so i have this pelican backpack that's got a hard shell yeah. My weight's enough that I'd probably still shatter it, but at least maybe it would save my gear. But it's definitely like I saw there was a guy up there that was filming yeah, for all over himself. Yeah. Dirt Life Media. If you give him a shout out. Is that who it is? Yeah. Like him and his wife from Dirt or girlfriend or whoever, his partner, this this yeah. woman that was they yeah, would just no helmets up. and ride it. I mean, mm -hmm. they no joke, but strapped yeah. with gear. I mean, he had full blown, he had three hundred mils. He had three hundred millimeter lenses, two hundred millimeter I mean and just riding, they both had e-bikes. They they were they rode down storyteller like that. Yeah, I like I, my brain can't even. It makes me feel like such a wiener now. It's like, <laughs> funny. Yeah, I, I I like to do a lot of uh, nature and wildlife stuff up in the Smokies, and I, I have ridden, uh, you know, you know, ridden around Cades Cove and that kind of place to some of those pretty popular uh, destinations for photographers and taking camera gear with me. But uh, you know, I find that my cell phone's actually you know, good enough. If I find something, I just have to shoot, you know, it's changed a lot now. Like a lot of that stuff has been a huge difference. Like when, when I was younger, it, it, 
you know, cell phones were like, no, never take a photo with it. And now it's kind of like, I shot all this stuff uh, in a foreign country. I think I've already talked about, but I'm not going to say it anymore just for incrimination reasons. But like I I filmed a bunch like and the quality of the content. I mean, my phone was shooting ProRes raw, which is like stupid. You know, it's like high grade stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, not to say that go out and do that because it, the, the artistry is not in the technology. The artistry is in the is in the composition, but like getting after it for but sure. But I think uh, that's I think kind of the old mantra of the best camera is the one that you have. So I mean, uh, also I think that like we we can tie this all in with physical health, mental health, and just getting your ass outside to do something, right? Yeah. Like that's kind of kind of what you just alluded to, DJ is like your physical health got better from mountain biking and now you're outside and then maybe you, you took up photography because you're like, I'm outside. I'm seeing all these cool things. I want to share them with other people. And now it's like, damn, now wait, our mental health is better. So, so, so here's my thing though. This goes back to the heat stuff, not yeah, to make it a full circle thing. Full circle. And I think it's really interesting, DJ, you brought those points up because uh, about your health and, and that journey. So like for me, biking and, and, we can share the link. I think it got finally got published. I think it's published. The, it? the report about mental health. Oh yeah, health mental from, health from Sorba. But like mental, the, the mental health of riding for me is crucial. Like if you follow me personally on social, this is not a call out to do that. It's at Nameless Ben, but you can, you don't have to follow me. Uh, Chase and I have talked about <laughs> it before. One, where it's one like, good thing. There it is. See, you yeah. knew about it. One good thing. Well, the, I do that because I, I struggle with major depression. And that one good thing, I'm trying to get my girls to have a different outlook on the world, but I have a, a, a depression issue. That just gives me a little bit of grounding. Like mm-hmm. it, yeah. Just saying it reminds me of like, hey, man, you had fun in that moment, so nothing could be... It's just a personal thing. But biking is the other side of that. Right. But when it gets this hot, that much oppression, that's where I start to really struggle. <laughs> the oppressive yeah. heat cranks up my depressive state. And then I'm like, I just don't feel like riding. And then it just sends me down this this path. Yeah. So I'm going to a question. And my question would be for both of you, and we'll start with DJ, is how important to you now, like... And it doesn't have to be about depression. That's my journey. But how important is riding for you or photography? I guess if you if you you know we're a mountain bike show, but we talk about all kinds of shit. But how important is it for you now uh, that you've gone through it? How important is riding or whatever for your mental health? It, it is. It's like it's the one thing that um, that really does keep me. Uh, grounded and level and it keeps me um, motivated to continue to get better because riding especially mountain bikes is one of those things it's like when you're when your time on the bike suffers your skills suffer and it, it can be one of the most rewarding and defeating things at the same time sometimes but that's a to me that's a good thing because every now and then you need to kind of go out and get your ass kicked and kind of remind you of the work and the fruits of that work that you put in. So, yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's one of the most important things in my life. I would say top three for sure. Go ahead, Dale. I think that riding, riding for me is a gateway to the social side of it. Like I need the socialness from our friend group afterwards. Like I look forward to that as much because as, as men, we have to compartmentalize a lot of things. A lot of times, like, to even say you have a depression, Drew, is like one. There was a time and place where you wouldn't have said that as a man. Oh, right? sure, sure. So, like when we go out in these groups, yeah, we we joke and we laugh and we say dumb shit. But sometimes there's some emotional things that happen out there that's like you can't repeat it because it's not. First of all, it was like confidential conversation, maybe, but like it's 
it's something that happens in amongst men in a space. And I don't say not men, but there's only men there generally, but in a space where men aren't supposed to do that outside in the woods and our hunter and gatherer state. But it, it like takes us back to this like primal, like we need each other as much as we need the bike. And the bike is just the tool to get us together. And I think that to me has been more powerful than anything. Like I'm at the point now where I enjoyed biking, obviously, like I wouldn't do it if I didn't, but the social side and like the happiness I see from other people um, when they're on their bike or that's what the Reb has done for me more than anything is like we've built a lot of it. So like to see somebody's reaction or their happiness while they're there, like shout out Jeff McGill. He's been blowing me up because he, he loves it so much. And he's like, right. he's mad that he waited for so long. And like, he goes, I need this for my mental health to like get better. Mm-hmm. And I want to be there. I want to be around the crew. So I think shout out to our whole community really for, but for it, providing but it, but it, me that. But what's interesting I'll, is I'll add to that. Good. I'll, I'll add to that with a, with a quick story that, you know, last so, okay, I, got, I work shift work, so I hardly ever know what day it is. But this coming weekend will be two weeks ago. I went to dirt church. And uh, the week prior to that was super tough. I, I have a six-year-old son. Uh, he's autistic. Man, he is a genius. And it, that is hard to contend with sometimes because of just how much, how much intensity and how much energy there is there with him. And, uh, he, he requires a lot of attention, a lot of input from me, from my wife, uh, from everybody around him. And we'd been on vacation the week before we went camping down in Gulf Shores for his birthday. And man, it had been an absolute roller coaster of a week from bad weather to, uh, truck problems and camper problems. And then, um, his, his attitude had deteriorated throughout the week because of all the difficulties and several things that were going on. And then we all got back home on Saturday and we had family over for his birthday, which is particularly stressful for me and him to get in these big groups of, of people. And man, he and I had a blow up against each other. And it was just because I was doing what I thought I needed to do in the moment. And so was he. And we kind of just got to a point where our communication was broken. And um, that usually takes some time to repair. But Sunday morning, I told my wife, I said, I'm, I'm going to get up and go ride bikes. And I didn't know whether anybody would even be there or not because, uh, you know, I knew some of you guys were out of town. But when I get there, man, there's there's uh, Aaron and Clayton and, um, um, you know, Jacob was there. And it was like just – getting out away from all that and talking to those guys about something that I care about for a few minutes made a, made a huge difference. I mean, it really does. Yeah. I think it's, it's something that, uh, we, I think again, it's funny because of this show, we've talked about how dominated by men yeah. this industry is. We had, we had I almost had Boris sitting here. We had, um, I can see his face. Why can't Philip. So, Philip? Thank you. We had Philip sitting here and we have this whole dialogue about, that side of it. The crazy part to me is like, that's also, there's a, there's a weird part about mountain biking that I think when you're out on the trail side and you're, you're scouting trails, that's that hunter gatherer vibe. Yeah. But then I was thinking about it. And I told Dale, this was like, for me, something happens where I'm getting ready to go ride. And I know I'm going to push myself that day with you guys. Like we're, we're like, I'm going to allow them to pull me uh, a little bit further along my journey, then in my mind, it's like I'm going to war. Mm-hmm. I'm not comparing any <laughs> yeah. of this to anything. Thank right. you for your service, military stuff. Thank you again. But like, it is that mi- mindset of like, I'm going in there to do a job and I'm going to kick ass at it. So then that, amp- but again, 
it's a it's a male dominated space, and the one thing we don't talk about, and it's weird to people, and it's you don't say these like you don't have that bit bits of dialogue, but it could be the smallest thing. It could be like we're yeah. we don't experience what you're experiencing, so it's not that any of that stuff is small, but I don't know the gravity of that situation on your side. You could say right. it's tough, and I'm like, got it, I get it, it's yeah. tough, but. Then you come out there, so you never know. I guess is my yeah, point. Yeah, that's the funny thing. Not that's to, what a community is, right? Though. To yeah, and, and to interrupt you, I'm not even gonna say not yeah, to, I but mean. to to interrupt you, it's like you could jump out of your truck and have the shittiest week ever, and I'm gonna say the dumbest thing to you that I would, not knowing anything that happened to you that week, right? And that's uh, it's almost like oh wait, it brings you back as a person back to reality. Like shit, my problems are they are what they are. Like not everybody is dealing with it, and here we can be you know like he's got his own problems maybe he's masking them by talking shit to me you know whatever but then five minutes later we're laughing about it and it's like for just like you said just to forget about something sometimes is is really good but i think that a lot of times we think we're alone right as men we think we're alone in those issues or problems that we lose him oh no he's back no No, he's back so um but we think we're alone telling me that it's time to go to work uh Oh, well, hey, like if you do jump off, just so you know, just uh, it'll show you an upload thing because that's it's actually uploading the raw video and, and audio. Just FYI, I should have probably explained this. Okay. So you don't have to stay on the, the chat anymore, but it'll, it'll probably just keep the app open and it'll, it'll upload real quick from your Wi-Fi. It's already 99% there, so it's the last like 5%, 10%. That's all we need. Cool. Well, I, I do have to go because that was, so that was my alarm to get out the door. But uh, man, appreciate you guys. Everything you're doing, I enjoy it. Thanks for hanging out with us, buddy. Uh, I got your support, Fox sticker. Dude. You're number one. You're our first uh, official <laughs> random guest. So welcome to welcome to guest roulette. Yeah, I think I've got a jersey and a t-shirt somewhere I need to get from Dale too. But I, I haven't. Yeah, I've been. I think I'm on my eighth straight day right now. So yeah, I, I might can make it out to F. I might can make it out to FNL this Friday. That's what I'm hoping. Oh, we'd for. love to have you. Sounds sure. good. Yeah, man. Yeah, Thank you very much, you. DJ. See you, dude. All right, bye. Bye. Well, there you go. There's our first one. That, that went was pretty a, well. well. Good yeah. deep conversation. I think it's interesting some of the stuff that that he brought up. Uh, there's dirty Uncle Chase is in the chat. I don't know if he's going to join us or not, but I think it's kind of interesting some of the stuff DJ brought up. I think a lot of times one of the things that's been I've noticed has been uh, we we often when we talk about health and mm-hmm. mountain biking, the number one thing is generally weight loss. Right. Um, but as we get older, I think the conversation should be fitness. Mm-hmm. Uh, weight is important. Obviously, you want to you want to do something about it. But fitness, if your fitness level is better, that's going to go. That's going to give you more longevity than weight. Some people are just going to carry it. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way around it. It's yeah. just it's who you are genetically. But if you're in good shape uh, or you have good fitness, then it's not just that the riding's good. Then your body's like, hey man, I'm pretty I'm pretty optimized right now. Right. Let's go crush it. It is crazy when you look back at like old pictures from Vikings and stuff. None of those dudes are super shredded like right. six packs. They're big, thick guys. And now we're you all mean like drawings, not photos. Oh yeah, drawings. Well, Bill Boyd. I watched. Management. I watched the History Channel. That's not real. <laughs> but, so yes, but you don't. But they don't have like. Yeah. I mean, I know the statues the Greek gods made, but those were the gods. Like right, right. right. So that it's like uh, we have this sometimes unachievable body structure that people well, I want. think that goes back to the same we've talked about it before in this I, obviously i deal with it some um in one of my other podcasts that we we have um but one of the things that we run into is i think a lot of times like social influence mm-hmm. think about what's actually put out like we didn't put out the the so 
For example, there's a great little clip from Dirt Church, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Carrie, I wish you could have made it. I'm glad you had the wisdom yes. and the fitness to understand yourself to be like, hey, I'm not, I shouldn't be here right now. That was good. That was wise. It wasn't an uncomfortable shouldn't be there. Let's just make yeah, that yeah, clear. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, it was not a, uh, these men are making me uncomfortable. No, it was a health choice. That could be t- all oh, of this. Yeah. Listen, it was a legit. Carrie. Way to be mature. Carrie, Carrie. You explain it in the comments. Just please. <laughs> anyway, long story short, I think that if we go back and we talk about that video, it's not particularly like the world's greatest video. The, the It's more showcasing this beautiful mm-hmm. piece of wood that you and Patty made. But you go watch it. We had second couple takes because we screwed up some yeah. stuff. So you guys didn't see those pieces, right? Mm-hmm. And we edited those. And what we presented was the best of the best. And I think that's the same way. Like you see, you see, Instagram's the worst. Right. Like if I if I were to pull up my Instagram and show it to the camera, I searched. I've told this. So you heard me say this yeah. the other day. But I searched. Like I saw some scroll scrolling along, doom scrolling. They call it, or that's what I call it. But I was scrolling along, and there was like a an attractive person. It was a woman, but it was a, it was a carousel. Was a there was dudes and women in it, and I was like, "Oh, look at that lady! That's a cool looking tattoo." I I just happened to click on it long enough, and I, I might have scoped her, but I did. <laughs> Next thing you know, my entire feed is full of nothing but smoking hot uh, tattoo ladies, right? But that's what the algorithm's feeding me. So mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, the algorithm is supplying with it. It's the same fucking way in mountain biking, yeah. where you see some dude hit a 30-foot, 50-foot, 60-foot jump that is, in their backyard, fantastic, because they have the experience to do it. Mm-hmm. But many of us aren't. So then you paint that picture in your head, and then I think people run into the wall of like, well, I'm never going to be that good. Come on, that's stupid shit. I think that's what's also fun about our videos, is there's such a variety of skill set. You know, yeah. like we don't care if you're good or not. Just follow us in the jump line and see. You know, we'll we're, everybody's gonna make the video. We're not cutting yeah, people out because they didn't clear the gap or something. Like, it's, right. that's what's in, inclusive about it. It's fun. I love seeing the progress. Like our friends' progress has been so great. Even not jumping so much, but like willingness to do more than what they otherwise would have. I just realized who Jaime was. He said Hable Inglés. Oh, yeah. yeah he's st- he's so incognito. <laughs> he's just. <laughs> I don't. I mean, why didn't you just join the? He said he couldn't get it to work. Why don't you come be on the show? He couldn't Jaime? get it to work because his accent. Yeah, probably. I don't think he's there anymore. No, I think I he dropped. I think oh. it's just Dirty Uncle Chase, who's probably at work still and can't click the link. Or Dirty Uncle Chase is dealing with absolute technological fails, which is also. <laughs> uh, that's how I can beat him. That's how I know I can beat Chase, is just technology. Yeah, just technology. I think. Just be I could like, be a terrible assumption. I might could be making an ass out of you and Unchin. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah, the, my social media, my yeah. Instagram algorithm somehow is just fat dudes riding bicycles. So I don't know what I clicked on, but <laughs> here we are. You got the better end of that stick. Well, I mean, yeah, but the only problem is like when you're scrolling and like the kids are standing there like like yeah. cuz I'll be I'll do a one good thing and post it on there and then I'm I'm just scrolling along <laughs> and then I mean it's just like who's that girl? Who's yeah. that girl daddy? Uh <laughs> this is a true terrible story. You got to be careful. So uh years ago I did a, a this project and the one of the actors in it she was extremely she beautiful, mm-hmm. right? A lovely human being. And in this particular piece we had like all the the it was meant to be this sort of misogynistic approach, but they, all the women were in like these bikini type things. It's steampunk. You can watch it. It's online somewhere. It's mm-hmm. called Ether. And there's a young lady in it 
and she's like standing up there and and again she is a model <laughs> now my buddy that shot it was like dude i've seen her before which is code for uh yeah like we all know what it yeah. is and i was like whatever there you have it and he sent a picture to me on my iphone now the problem with iphones is if you don't set up your kids ipads correctly oh no the iPhone lives on. Now, luckily, it wasn't a nudie picture, uh-huh. but it was pretty scandalous bathing suit. She turns out she was a she had done some business, but she was mm-hmm. also like a, a a lot of bikini modeling. But these are like the bikinis that are like yeah, Maxim magazine bikinis. Yeah, shout out to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, maybe not Hope you're listening. listening. Um, but it. <laughs> so the kids one day are looking at it. now the girl has a G string or you know like a G string on. Mm-hmm. And so it's like up her butt. And then all I hear this girl's laughing and I walk by and I'm like, what are you guys looking at? And I look down and they're like, look at this girl's butt. My kids don't know. <laughs> so I, he had texted me the picture, but the picture, I didn't set up the girl's iPads correctly. This is like years afterwards. Mm-hmm. I'd moved on to Android. It stayed in there. And then, yeah. So I had to deal with that side of it. We had a similar thing happen. By the way, she's a Playboy model now. Oh, wow. She's done very well for herself. Well, yeah. And actually, she, she runs an empire. Side note, my wife listens to podcasts now, but guess what one it is? The most dumb podcast that there ever could be on the whole entire planet, and it's not this one. Uh, damn it, I was waiting for you. I was hoping you wouldn't you know, tee it up. You've got See, that's what no. I'm saying. From now, from the previous episodes to now, you would have let that one slide, and I would have got you. I know. And now you've waited up. Good I've, for you. I've gotten it. So, no, she listens to the Girls Next Door podcast. It's oh, like God. those girls that were Hugh Hefner's. Yeah wives or girlfriends like talking about their so terrible experiences in the the playboy mansion some of it's cringy as fuck it's all cringy because it was like some of the things that he made them do like just some pretty crazy stuff but i'm like wait you won't even listen to drew and i talk about real stuff you'd listen to these dumb things right women i mean super classy Oh god! And uh, we need a graphic <laughs> made. So I wish I could program it into our little board here that I, I could just hit a button and it pops up a graphic. It's I like never canceled. I never thought I'd like have wasted such, from Grand Theft Auto. I never thought I'd have such disdain for Playboy models until she started listening to that stuff. No, oh, I can imagine it's not top ten. No, it's bad. It's like if you it's like if you walked into the Barbie mansion and she could actually talk like a real Barbie yeah. was talking, and you're like, oh, well, that movie's coming out. Please. I took my kids to go see uh, Indiana Jones. Mm. And so I had a lot of friends who were like, that, that's garbage. This is back to algorithm. Right. This is all real. They're like just going off on how garbage it was and it's terrible and mm. blah. And I was like, have you seen it? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, what do you hate about it? And they're like, I mean, it's Indiana Jones. Why? Why? It's not going to be like the ones from the 80s. Like, no shit. The guy's 85 years old. <laughs> and plus we have technology now. So. Right? I mean, it, the whole thing's different. Right. And, and then somebody was like, there's too many car chase scenes. No shit. He's 85 years old. And even in the story, the world, he's moved on. Which means <laughs> the dude's probably not in great shape. Okay, cool. He's still 85 years fucking old. Right. But he's in the 70s now. There's cars and stuff everywhere. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't make any sense that he would be riding horses. He has to for a particular scene. Yeah, but, but it, yeah. Harrison Ford's not out running a ball anymore. Not anymore. He's driving. That is correct. He's going to get in a car and drive away yes. from it because he's smarter. Because that makes more sense than an 85-year-old dude running. But in 1939, there weren't enough vehicles, right? Right. So, anyway, it's, so it's that kind of vibe. So, But their algorithm is just feeding them this negative stuff. Well, that's what it does. That's 100% what it does. Yeah. And I think that's the challenge. It's the same way of like, you brought this up at the beginning of the show. Well, 
pre-pod. Yeah. This is the one year anniversary of like, I think, I don't remember what we called it, but it was basically like, fuck this. Mm -hmm. That's what it should have been called. We Mm -hmm. were just rowdy, angry and bitter and just tired of everything. And it was one of our better podcasts, like views wise. There was the negativity. That's where you're going with it. Yeah. Man, I need to let you finish sometime. No, I mean, I I, kind of strung you along for that one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That was just taking you. But my point being is like, Sometimes we got to remember the algorithm feeds mm-hmm. it and puts us in a mood. Uh, then if you're around, if you're negative and you're around other people negative, then that can make it worse. And it's just no reason to just compound the negativity. Instead, it's, it's better to like take a second step back. And I think that's what that podcast was. Mm-hmm. We just vocalized it. We got it all out. And I think we rode that night and we were good. Yeah. It's it's only when we're not. Because it was riding. a Tuesday. I'm pretty yeah. sure when we did it. We yeah. do a lot of Tuesday pods, so it had yeah. to be. Yeah. But I think it's like, man, sometimes we just get in our own heads like are we, are we riding on a proverbial treadmill sometimes like it's just not going nothing's advancing everything just but we've stuck with it and it's like oh well now it's now we are on our own little unicycle or tricycle whatever those things are what are those tandems Either way. we're on a tandem and we're, we're just like t- oh, we're on a tandy <laughs> we're gonna keep rolling mad angry happy yeah. sad and you can come with us if you want yeah um, all right. Well, the point of this show was to just make sure we always have a show. That's right. Uh, if you have not joined the super secret ride, the rebellion podcast club, like mug club mm-hmm. from that other guy that got canceled. Mm. I don't remember his name. He was the change my mind guy. Oh, his yeah. thing was called mug club. But if you'd like to support the show, a couple of ways, share it, review it. That always helps us for real. If you haven't mm-hmm. reviewed it, please go over to Spotify. You, uh, uh, YouTube helps. Uh, iTunes too. iTunes helps. Any of that stuff, uh, you can just rate the show. Uh, that's one way. You can also join the Super Secret Facebook Club group. That's not Super Secret because we talk about it all the time where you have a chance to potentially buy a shirt and then anyone that buys a shirt is re- like eligible to win their money back plus 25 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. So you might get a shirt and then we give you money for buying a shirt. Mm-hmm. Like it's ridiculous. Uh, so there's that. And then also that's one way you can help. Cause that, that goes in. And anytime you have a chance to share it or tell somebody about it or better yet, communicate to us and tell us like, Hey, I have a cool guest mm-hmm. that goes a long way. We want, we're trying to make this a community pod. It just so happens that Dale and I are the two most chatty ones. And again, it's a public open pod. Like anybody yeah. can jump in. And you can ask some of our friends, like, we don't only benefit from this. No, like the small things that we get, we just make it rain. We're like Oprah of the mountain bike community. Yeah, I mean it's it's about passing it forward anyway. As a community and that's gives. like we said, it's we get more enjoyment out of that than this. Oh, big time! Mm-hmm. It's I way cool for me. It's way more. Um, all right, well, that's probably going to do it for the show. We promised we were going to keep it short and effective this time, and we have. Uh, again, if you haven't followed us, oh, somebody was asking about shirts. Yeah, uh, ridetherebellion.com. For all your shirt needs, we'll add some new ones on there. Yep, not the ones from the drawing mode because those aren't available. Those are only yeah, the drama, ones. the drawing shirts are limited edition. That's right. But we can toss some shirts up there for you. So go to ridetherebellion.com. Follow us on the socials at Ride the Rebellion across the board. We'll be on Threads tomorrow. <laughs> this, no one knows. No one knows when they listen to this. And we don't Rambo know is that the what that was called? Rampage. What's the other Rumble. one? Rumble. We're not. Man, on Rumble. We're not on any of that. We're not on Rumble, we're not on Twitter, but we're going to be on Threads. All right, well, you don't have to do anything. You just click your Instagram name, right? That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, you so know? it's just Instagram. But with chatting. Okay. And and more hate. 
Unless reels, because reels are really ruining my life right now. I just want to post a picture. I used to like just taking a nice picture. You yeah, can't remember, do when, remember when Instagram was about photos? Yeah. Yeah, that time. And cool. then they wanted the Tic Tac or what life away. No, I mean, Tic Tac and Tic Tacs. I proxy talk. That's what I call it now. <laughs> proxy talking is where you just sit there and watch uh, somebody else's TikTok. Like, oh, I do that too. Yeah. It pulls it up like on the in the web browser on your phone. I do that, or I watch it on Sarah's. Like, I'll be like, sure, "Hey, I need to, to let me see what this <laughs> let me see what this Edward dudes is doing." I feel like I Snapchat pr- talked before that. Oh, yeah, probably <laughs> like, said. I didn't want to get my own Snapchat, but I was like, "Let me see. Let me. What is that?" Yeah. And finally, I was like, "All right, fine." I like sometimes playing Tinder roulette. Like, if somebody <laughs> you have a buddy that's on Tinder. And you take it, let me see your phone for a minute and be like, I get five. And they're like, all right. And then you just, you just, that'd be awesome. Set them up for, for success or failure. If you guys need tender help, let us know. Ride the Rebellion will send them your way. <laughs> Ride the Rebellion. Oh, farmersonly.com. We got mountainbikersonly.com. Oh, that could be deadly dangerous. I mean, if you're gay, it's fucking I was gonna statistically say it's gonna only be amazing dudes. for you. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, I mean, women would have their pick of the litter. Ooh, it's like Bumble. <laughs> it'd be like a stumble down a mountain is what it'd end up being that's it it's called stumble oh that is good stumble into something great in the woods <laughs> oh, on no. a bike it's, it's a serial killer it's a serial killer oh are you looking to get murdered up next on stumbling oh no alright well that's gonna do it for the show just remember what Dale Boyd says stumble on over to ridetherebellion.com and get yourself a shirt or a date but actually just a shirt because we're married there's no I'm a kid and you know I be on the way.